What's up? It's Kyle from Talking Smack. Uh, hopefully on Spotify, Instagram, I mean, wherever you're listening to. It's on a few things now. Uh, the intro went up fine, so hopefully getting this sorted. Uh, this one is going to be a cheek one about UFC 269 and uh, the Dominic Cruz saga of him throwing an absolute wobbler. Because he was on the prelims, and not the main card. I mean, I offer, I offer agree with him. Like the dude's a legend. Like he doesn't deserve to be down there in the prelims. He, he deserves to be up there with the big dogs, especially when you know Sean O'Malley's pissing about in the main card. How's Dom not up there? It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I mean, here we go. I mean, was it, was it 15 fights on this? I mean, I'm probably just going to talk about the main card, and I might chuck up a second episode when I go through the prelims. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be this is going to be incredible. I've basically got the verdict out. If you're a big MMA fan and you want to have your say on like who you think is going to win, it's like a big social media thing where you can just you know put your profile in. Say say who you think is going to win, how they're going to do it, and you don't really win anything. Just bragging rights, and you get to call your mates absolute fucking idiots when they get it wrong. So I mean, that's me every time, just doing a shit job. But anyway, here we go. So Charles Olivier, Charles Olivier, what am I on about? Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. Um, I mean, this one, to me, I feel it could go either way. Anybody who's saying Charles can't knock out Dustin hasn't watched his last few fights. You look at what Justin Gaethje, right, and the Ode, and Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler went after each other. For three whole rounds. It was disgusting. It was just filth. Right? Charles. Charlie Olives. Knocked him out. Knocked Chandler out. So what do you want? How can you say he's not going to knock out Dustin if he doesn't want to? I mean Dustin's not going to let him obviously. But come on. Play the game. Um, Yeah I mean as I said. I'm on verdict. UFC 269. I've got it down. Charlie Olives. Dan Hooker's Charlie Olives. I'm gonna have to keep doing it. I, like if it pisses anybody off, I'm not even sorry. It just it just makes it makes me tickle. Anything Dan Hooker does, I'm allowed to do because the guy's a G, absolute fucking monster. Round three, TKO. Charles, you've got it, my man. Charles Oliveira, he's gonna do it. Round three. Um, I know I'm gonna get a load of shit from people online because Dustin's their boy at the minute, but. I understand that, what doing what he did to Connor two times in a row, I get it, but I just think Charles is too much, he's like the new Habib, he's just, he's going to get on a roll and no one's going to stop him until he says, hey, yeah, I've had enough, he's just too good. Um, yeah, I mean, Amanda Nunes versus Pena, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what is going to stop Nunes. Apart from retirement, I think that's the only thing that is going to stop her. She is just unbelievable. I mean, if 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 you need to watch anything, just any fight of hers, just kind of get you pumped up, and just to just for you to like imagine what's going to happen, right? Saturday night, 
or wherever you are in the world this weekend, yeah, watch her cyborg fight, that big right overhand, like, I'm pretty sure if you shine a torch in the Western Hemisphere just at the right time, you still see her jaw kind of floating across the sky, she hit her so hard, and I, and I just don't see her doing any different from that, it, it's just going to be too much for her, just, I understand Juliana, she's, she, you know, she can bang, like she's come out and said, it only takes one, but, I mean, I was listening to Dan Hardy earlier, and, uh, if, if your whole thing, <clears throat> excuse me, if your whole thing is, oh, it only takes one to knock her out, I mean, yeah, Amanda's gonna throw one, and she hits harder than you, like, you just, silly games, silly prizes, I, 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 I don't know how, I don't know how she's gonna do that, but, um, uh, what else we got? We got Santiago versus ne Jeff Neal. Yeah, I mean, I have I have a feeling this is going to be a good fight. Like, but I, I just I've seen a lot of people say, oh, it's going to be a knockout either way. You know, all this stuff, all this stuff. I get it, right? There's going to be a couple of decisions on this on this card. There has to be, right? And I feel this is one. I feel Jeff Neal. He's going to grind him down, keep out of the way, and, and he's just going to just drag it through. He, he You know, it's, it's, it's a win. It's in the win column. He's going to do it. I can just feel it. I can feel it. But I might come back to that later. I don't know. It depends how much I waffle. Um, Kai Kara France versus Cody Garbrandt. I'm a massive Kai Kara France fan. Um, I kind of accidentally, I'm not one of these hipsters they're like, oh, I saw them on Reddit, like people would do with Peter Yan, but I saw Kai Kai France accidentally uh, on Fight Pass, and just kind of followed him through the UFC, you know he's still relatively early on in his career but like, you know I'm a big fan, but Cody going down, I mean, he weighed in today, it's, it was, it's Friday night where I am and he weighed in, and he looked just there's nothing on him, but he looked incredible. It was obviously like a good cut for him, but my god, the man, the man's a machine. Um, I think Cody's going to try and make a point, but I don't think it's the one. That every, everyone thinks he's just going to come out and swing, but I don't think that's what he wants to do. I think he wants to build up a run, good positive wins, and try and get that belt. And I just think this this is going to be a decision. I think Cody gets the call, unanimous decision. He might get. A, a 10-8 round, but I just think it'll be like a 10-8, 10-9, 10-9 and Cody will just have it It just, I love Kai Kai France, I love the way he fights You know, I mean, none of them have any fear but just, he's, he's ever so good wide spacing, ever so clever but I think Cody's just too much for him and this is Cody's push for the title, and then to move back up, again and take everybody out um I mean, Cody looked big as well. He was always small. If you looked at him compared to everybody else, he was small. Him and Sean O'Malley had that weird, you know, how people do that kind of like, oh, I'm going to knock you out. It's like, well, I hope you try because it'll be a boring fight if you don't. But like, yeah, Cody just looked big. He looked big for a change. And to be the bigger fighter or to be equal sizing for him, I can imagine his big thing because he's always been smaller and you know he's always a power like I look what he did to Essential but like yeah just that sizing being the bigger guy McGregor in featherweight was always the bigger guy taking out the little guys and it works so yeah Cody Garbrandt decision and then watch 
watch Kai Car France go and knock him out. Oh God, I can see it happening. I just don't want it to. Anyway, uh, Paver versus O'Malley. O'Malley, whatever you want to say, you, you know what I'm on about. The guy who looks like he's like the BGs on acid, right? That's that guy. The BGs on acid. Big old purple, white, and fucking green hair. I don't fucking know. I mean, he's fucking probably minted kid. You know, solid wife. The the guy's made it in his twenties. I get it, but yeah, the BGs on acid is that guy. Uh, there's no point worrying about this one. I think second round, O'Malley takes him out. Um, it is a bit of a dud. Paver. It's, it's, it's I think it's his UFC debut. I mean, main card debut. It, it's just big flashing lights. Couple of big hitters are like before him on the main card. Dom Cruz has been making all that shit. I think too much noise, too much star power, and I just think Sean goes through him, and I can just see it happening from here. But I can imagine. I can't see it first round. I think Paver's gonna have a chin on him, and he doesn't want to get sparked. But I think just accumulative strikes. He might drop him. It might be a 10-8 in the first round for Sean. I can't see him dropping him, though. In the second round, it's just too much too soon. It might even just be the the ref just getting in the way and just saying, you've had enough, mate. You've had a bit. I mean, Sean, Sean in his last fight looked good. Like I'm not his biggest fan of the character he plays, but he's just so quick and always envious of a man with footwork like that. It just keeps himself at such a good distance. And, and it just... It just Helps him with all the kicks and the and just the straight punches that he sits behind at a distance. He's just he's he's really good, but you know, like Paver could, could could he he could chuck in one of them leg kicks and but nah, Sean's got this, I'm sure. Uh, next fight. So here we go. Josh Emmett versus Dan Ige. Um. I mean, Josh Emmett has got some sick tattoos. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's got a lot to do with fucking MMA or anything. Not really bothered, but like the guy looks cool, and he's he's that Jason Statham thing. He's bald but like ripped. I mean, yeah, nothing to do with the card. This is just me waffling, just looking at his picture on verdict. Uh, I mean, let's have a look. Let's have a look what people think. We're on. I'm always on about me, but let's look. So, most common global pick, Dan Ige decision. I put Dan Ige decision. See, I'm a fucking expert. I'm, I'm wasted. I'm, I'm wasted in what I do. This this is where I belong. <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, ev- everyone's saying Dan Ige decision. Th- this is one of those... I know I said it was only going to be a couple, but I do feel this is one of those fights where... Dan just slightly outclasses him. I think he'll grind him down. I feel this would be a bit of a grappling heavy. I can imagine Dan sticking behind a jab, taking a single leg, and just kind of reaping him down, and just kind of just bottlenecking Josh's power, and just sitting him down, even just grinding him up against the fence. I can imagine it being you know, eight or nine minutes of control for Dan, and just, just grinding him out. Um, in the... I believe on Full Reptile they did, I think it's been released on YouTube. They uh, they go through like their picks, and they were talking about this one. It's a uh, go go listen to them. 
there's a really good conversation about it. I, I, I listen to it when I'm on the drive home. If you want to know what I'm doing when I'm fucking bored, stuck in traffic in the middle of England. Disgusting. And here we are, Ode Misery Bollocks. The happiest man on the main card. <laughs> Dominic Cruz. Pedro Munoz versus Dominic Cruz. Um, I think Dom drops him in the third. I think Dom's movement... You know what, I've put that. I've put that, but I don't know how I feel about it because Dom's movement's incredible, like his footwork and the way he moves around and such, but Dom said it himself about Cody Garbrandt, who's on the same same card a little bit later on. It's... He's got all this movement and all his all his brilliant footwork, and he's so quick and agile. And that Dom said himself, just take his legs away. Nasty knee kicks, like around that area, calf kicks, just big body kicks, take the wind out of him, slow him down. I was gonna say, if Dom has the fight his own way, he takes him out in the third. But I think if Pedro Pedro, it depends how his game plan comes, and if he weathers the storm in the first round. And just kind of gets his distance and understands where he's going. Those leg kicks, if he can land them, a couple of body kicks, you know, even if it might force Dom to grapple a bit more. And that's when that cardio drains and that's when the speed goes down. So, I've come, I don't even know anymore. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say Dom. Dom. Drops him in the third. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go for a knockout just because I want the card to be good, and it's the start of the main card. I think Dom knocks him out in the third. That's what I'm sticking to. What I, what I think could happen though, on the other end of the spectrum, <clears throat> excuse me. Pedro throws in those leg kicks, tr- forces him to grapple, slows him down, wears on him gets him into the third round and then wins a split decision by the referees being absolutely shite as we know and love but I'm going to say Dominic Cruz third round knockout that's where I'm going I mean it's not a bad Christmas card this isn't is it like I mean look at this UFC 269 you've got Munoz Cruz Josh Josh Emmett Paver and Marley, Kaikar France, Cody Garbrandt, Jeff Neal, Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. I mean, that headline that headline fight is unbelievable. And the co-headliner, I mean, well, it's, she's my goat, I would say. Well, the greatest of this time, if you wanted to do goat with... <clears throat> excuse me again. The, the goat with two Ts, greatest of this time. I think in 25 years' time there'll be someone better than her, but at the minute she is the great, she is the greatest of all time. She's gone through too many people. Whenever she's on a card, I think people need to represent. It's just going to be an amazing card. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think this one was going to be too too long. 10-15 minute podcast. I mean, if you've got a short commute like me, it's not too bad. Stick it on. Have a listen. Um, Tell me what you think. Hit me up on Twitter, Talk Smack MMA. Hit me up on Instagram, Talking 
Talk Smack MMA podcast. Um, just tweet me, Instagram, tag me and stuff, abuse me, do whatever you want. I'm not fussed. Tell, tell my mates. Tell, tell my mates. What do you tell me? You can tell my mates if you want. I don't have many. <sighs> Mad. Anyway, hope you've had a good week. Enjoy the fights. Take care. See you soon.